Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The 11th straight lost postgame show. I would know what to say, but I don't really know what to say anymore. The Coyotes haven't won a game in 30 days, and that's where we're at. So thanks so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey. We got Danielle behind the Mac. Craig is going to be calling in from Mullet Arena shortly. For the first time in four years, the Toronto Maple Leafs defeat the Arizona Coyotes. You know, the Coyotes have to let them have one once in a while. Yeah, and I and, and I guess we don't get to hang the banner this year. That would be the least. That's the biggest <laughs> yeah. disappointment. It is a I. disappointment because there were moments in this game, not in the first 10 minutes, but there were moments in this game where the Coyote, Coyotes <laughs> were able to skate with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I thought there were glimpses of, especially in that second period where the Coyotes came out they came out strong in the start of the second period, and they played really well. They limited the Leafs to three shots. They get those two quick goals. Keith calls the the timeout, and the Leafs were a little bit rattled. Unfortunately, for the I don't know how many games in a row, this Coyote team finds themselves behind five minutes into a game. And it could have been 2 nothing if not for Hunter Churney and another offsides call, but really that just prolonged the agony. Because they, they added the, the Austin Matthews adds his fiftieth from a, a horrific angle. Like it's it's by the goal line. I I like Veggie made some great saves. Veggie did a lot of really good things, but he's got to make that one. He's got to make that one at that time in the game. And too. the whole game could have been different. It was one nothing at that time. The first goal he literally had no chance. It's a tip in goal from behind him. I wish, I wish um, Josh Brown would have been under stick there. We talked so much about being under sticks, and it's just a, it's an area that this defensive core has really struggled at. And I think that that's an example of that. But then Vamelka's got an opportunity to make a big save against one of the best players, if, if well best American goal scorer of all time. Like he's the quickest of 50 of any American ever in the game. Where's he from? Oh, um, he's from here. From Arizona. Yeah. Just uh, somebody said that. I just want to make sure that those in Toronto understood that their best score, their leading score, their MVP is from a city where they want to have hockey removed from. If you remove the hockey from here, you don't have Austin Matthews. Okay. That's not all I had to say to Toronto fans, but that that's a, that's a shot. Corral has got to stop. So now it's one nothing at that point, and you feel you're in it, and then all of a sudden it's five minutes in the game, you're down two nothing, and then it's hard to climb out of that one. There seems to be a formula to the Coyotes games lately. There is. <clears throat> Allow one to two goals in the first ten. 
be down, have a really good second period, go into the third thinking, we can win this. And all the air out of the, you let the balloon, yeah. like the, the balloon is filled with air and you let it go and it goes. And, and that's how they look like they played against things, didn't it? It did. And it's funny because Andre Turney this morning at the morning skate said, you know, I don't think I wouldn't call the game against Edmonton a collapse in the third period. They capitalized on all of their scoring chances right. and we didn't. But I guess the definition of a collapse is they allowing. Capitalized on oh, their chances yeah, and I didn't. mean, that is the definition. So yeah. it just keeps continuing to happen. Um, and we talked about this the other night as well. How many games the Coyotes or how many goals the Coyotes give up in the first 10 minutes yeah. and we actually had to add two to that graph tonight Again. so let's take a look it's not 32 it's not 34 it's now 36 goals that the Coyotes have allowed in the opening 10 minutes this season that leads all teams and by the way 36 game 36 goals right that, yes. that was game 56 so I know and that's more than it's not just one in the 10. Like, obviously, there's a lot there, but yeah. that's like more than half yeah, of the it, games if you're going to even it out statistically. But we've talked about this enough, and, and here's the frustration. If the same thing keeps happening, you've got to find a different way to approach that first 10 minutes. And one of the things, it's funny because Leah and I actually were at the mall tonight. We rarely go, but Leah, I, and Craig were all sitting up there. And, and they score a minute and 56 in. But prior to that, the Coyotes get the puck down in the offensive zone in the first 30 seconds of the game. 2D pinch. Toronto Maple Leafs throw the puck up the ice, and if not for a lucky bounce, they had a 2-1-0. Like, how do you give up a 2-1-0 30 seconds into a game when your mandate is to have good starts? I don't understand it. I don't understand how there isn't something when, before you hit the ice going, hey, we're playing the Toronto Maple Leafs today. This team is fast. They score all the time. Let's buckle it down for the first five minutes. We've struggled in the first five minutes. Let's buckle it down. D, we're not going to pinch. We're not going to pinch in the first five minutes unless you're 100% sure and keeping that puck in the net. If you're not, we're going to stay back. Like, I, I don't understand because you can't continue to play two and three goals behind. You can't. Not against teams that are this good offensively. So... If they could have shut the gate, and maybe you give up the one in the five minutes, maybe you give up one. But when you make it three nothing, and then they rally back in the second, well, guess what? If it was only one nothing, now you're ahead and you're playing with more confidence. And it's just, it seems like they can never, you're chasing the game all the time. And you just can't have success when you're chasing a game against teams that are better than you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Woo. Let's take a look at the numbers <laughs> presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union, named by Forbes. Shots on goal, 36 for Toronto, 26 for the Coyotes. Leafs, two for five on the power play. Oh, my God, that first period. Yeah. Penalty. We'll talk about that in a sec. Coyotes, one for three. Um, hits. Coyotes had 35, the Leafs had 21. Shot attempts were actually pretty even. Leafs had 66, the Coyotes had 64. But PD, the penalties. No, the, the key is the penalties. They, and that was the your key there, to the game of, before. It was. It was the first thing I said. Yes. Of all of the things up there, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs have the second best power, for the power play in the National Hockey League. And you get good power plays because you have more than one scoring threat. They have several scoring threats. They got 88, 34, 16, like, and when, when Riley's there, but he's not now. And, and you got 91. Like, those are all guys that can score. So guess what? Don't take penalties. And don't take penalties that you can control. 
And I, I'm going to say this, and, and Nick Bukestead, we know he's my Minnesota man yeah. crush. We know the way I feel about Nick Bukestead, but I have no idea, like zero ideas, what the he was doing on the too many men on the ice panel. There are some that, oh, a guy's going for a change and he just missed him or he left a little early. There are five coyotes on the ice. There is not one, not one going towards the bench. Not one. Not one going towards the bench. And Nick Bukesa just jumps out on the ice to defend. I, I honestly don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what's going through his head. I don't know what was said on the bench. I've never seen a, a, a six on five that was that blatant. They played with six players in the defensive zone for 30 seconds, and they still didn't get the puck. That was crazy. That was one of those too many men where it's not like, oops, he stepped on the ice. Yeah, and he stepped uh, back off. Like, blatant. And it's funny because if you scroll Twitter, like, everyone was tweeting screenshots of it like what what is going on it's just those preventable mistakes yeah. and then and then they score on that because off the next face off off the two minute minute the ice penalty dumbest high stick somebody takes a four minute penalty so that's your five on three for that's, two full minutes and that's the third goal of the game <sighs> i don't even know where no and, and it's a problem sorry, so, so here's, and, and like... here's, here's where the frustration again i'm talking about frustrations it's because the same things and, and and it's the too many goals in the first ten minutes of the game. It's too many penalties. It's too many penalties that you can that you can control. Again, who is the most penalized team in too many men on the ice penalties in the National Hockey League? The Arizona Coyotes. Why? Why is it year after year that they take this many too many men on the ice? I don't understand. I honestly don't have an explanation for it. I don't know how you continue to take. It's 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 unbelievable that they've taken so many too many men on the ice penalties. I, I it's, it's just mind boggling to me. I will say this, though. In the second period, they had a push. So I don't know what was said between periods. I don't know what they did to, to get to get started in the second period. But they actually had a push in that period. And I think you saw a little fire. I think you saw the feet moving. And, and I thought you saw with the big first goal to get them back on the board was an unbelievable play. Great pass. Bukestead gets the puck. The turnover at the red line. Carries across the blue line. Great pass to Matias Michelli. And something we didn't see from Michelli a year ago is patience with the puck and then taking a shot. He was always looking for the pass. This time, he's patient, 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 shoots and scores. Gets the first goal of the game, and I think that started to turn it around. Yeah, and because he scored the first goal of the game, and he was not a minus tonight, Matisse Michelli has that desert dog in him with his goal and his plus status. And so, everyone at home, say it along with us. One, two, three. Matisse Michelli! There so he gets things going, and then Barrett Hayton, he scores his third goal of the season. Barrett Hayton has not scored in a while. Obviously, he was out with injury for a while. He just came back, but he hasn't scored since November 16, 2023. So that had to feel good yeah. for him. Um, redirected that Alex Kerfoot shot. So Barrett Hayton gets on the board, and then Dylan Gunther continues I mean, I think Dylan Gunther has been impressive in his, since he got called up. He scores his sixth of the season with 6.9 seconds left in the period. And that's the other thing about the second period. Now you're going into the third period only down one goal because yeah. of that that goal yeah. by Dylan Gunther. And that's, um, that's just, uh, once, again, once again, an amazing shot. Yeah. Like his shot continues to be unreal. And then two minutes into the period, you let William Nylander out of the box on a breakaway and... Boom! It's yeah, five again, three. It's, it's six mental three. mistakes. Yeah, because you talk about the Gunther goal at six point nine seconds ago. It's a momentum changer, right? It's a momentum, and then it comes with the power play to start the third period, and you go, okay, down by a goal to start. Like we're in a good spot here. 
And then Vimelka's banging his stick. Lucky he didn't break it in half that the penalty's almost over, but apparently no one heard it. Well, I don't know how you don't hear it in the mullet because you're literally, you hear everything in the mullet because it's the mullet. And and the, both defensemen get to the top of the circle. They have a little push at the at the net and the puck just bounces out the center ice and you let William Nylander, by the way, I'm going to go on a little William Nylander rant right now. <laughs> he and Jersey had beef, He the was, I, I, there were a few times that, and I think William Nylander is a good hockey player. I think he's got a very good shot. I think he's he's offensively gifted. All of those things are true. But he had it going with Dursey today, and there was a moment in the first period where he skates around the little scrum that was going on. And it ends up being a, a minor penalties for roughing with Dursey and Domi. But he skates around the back of the group, and he and he cross-checks Dursey in the back. And unfortunately, none of the referees saw it. And I said, that... Like it, it was so blatantly dirty when Domi had already squared off with Jersey. Like, what are you doing? And then it continued to be Nylander and Jersey for the remainder of the night. And he was he was just flat out dirty. And and I was really surprised and disappointed to see that from William Nylander. So shame on you. Yeah, they had they had beef all night. They did. <laughs> and and it, you know, yeah, but luckily he he got out of the way like Kraus was ready to rip somebody's head oh off. my god I and know it was like he was hot I know and so was uh, Bugstad at one point was really hot it's it's just Neil and it got really tough when there was no tough people on the ice and wait it's a linesman had Jersey too and then then you got really tough wait Oy. William Oi. well not to pile on this is now the seventh time in this 11 game losing streak the Coyotes have allowed five or more that's a goals. lot. I think we're all, and no offense to Veggie, like I think we're all dying for uh, Connor Ingram to get yeah. back in the lineup. Craig, I think, will have an update for us when he calls in momentarily. Um, but yeah, this this game had its moments for sure. It absolutely did. But it just continues to be an issue of not putting together a full 60 minutes, letting stupid mental mistakes dominate. Yeah what could be a good moment. And that when they kept making it a one goal game, I was like, Toronto is going to be in a mental pretzel. They continuously lose, lose to the coyotes. Like they're going to blow this. I really felt it. Yeah. And the coyotes could have done it. That's the, again, like it's frustrating. And maybe this sort of loss would be less frustrating if it wasn't the 11th straight loss. Like if this was just a random loss in February, in a series of win, loss, win, loss, but it's just the 11th straight. Well, like, yeah. I just, I'm sorry that I'm really deflated tonight, but I just, like, I just don't know what else to say. Yeah, this it's is hard. And, but I do want to put one that one thing into perspective here. And I'm going to get on the Leafs rant later because it's not coming. But but this is one thing. We talk about the Coyotes needing to play mistake-free. And, and they didn't. They did too many too many penalties. They made mental mistakes on the Nylander goal. And they can't play that way. Brown's not under stick on the first goal. They can't make mistakes and win. They can't. They can't. Other teams can make mistakes and can battle back offensively and put more numbers on the board than the, than the mistakes that they created. The Coyotes aren't built that way right now. And I we've talked about by the numbers. I want to give these numbers because I think these numbers are incredibly important. We do not have this on a graphic. So if you have a piece of paper and a pencil at home, this would be the time CWP write these things down. The forwards on the Toronto Maple Leafs roster, their cap hit, is $57 million. Yeah, you got that, Leah, in your head? 57, 57 million? million. The Coyotes forward are $38 million. That's a big difference. Well, uh, that's almost $20 million in difference. So if, if, you, if the forwards, $20 million in forwards equates to three all-star forwards. Three all-star forwards. Three all-star forwards making between 6 and $7 million per 
player makes you even with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Defense, Toronto, 19 million. Arizona, 10. Double. Double. And that's with a couple of rookies and they have some injuries because really with, with Giordano, I'll, that number could be way higher. Way higher. So the margin for error on this Coyotes team is so small because everything is stacked against you when you play teams like this or you play at Edmonton or you play at Colorado. But financially, you're just so behind the eight ball. You cannot make mistakes. And so if you're if you're going to have a payroll that is much lower than your opponent, then you need to play mistake-free hockey. And they can't do that. And they continually make those mistakes. That's why they're continually losing. Thank you. I just wanted to get that payroll thing out just so people understand that this is the Coyotes aren't playing from an even playing field when they hit the ice at the start of the game. Thank you. <laughs> um, we have a couple super chats. The first one from Roaring Fork, $10. PD will have the whiteboard at Four Peaks on Sunday, and I really think he's going to need it. Come walk and watch with the diehards on Sunday and take in some in-game Not wrong. pack therapy. Yes, we're looking Not forward wrong. to that. Um, this Sunday, a walk, a literal walk in the park at 2 p.m. and 10 p.m. Hole in the Rock at Papago, yes. and then 4 p.m. at Four Peaks watch party so that's gonna be fun i I can't wait best part of that one is there will be alcohol there's alcohol i can't wait so alcohol tendies and some flatbread pizza can't wait and the pack for therapy the pack buddy and and you know leah once the game gets going and i you think i rant in here (laughs) wait while i'm there with a whiteboard buddy uh, we're, we're learning some hockey. People want to learn some hockey, be at Four Peaks. Yep. And then Steven, 499, sending you guys good vibes for sticking it out through the hard times. Thank you, Steven. I'm going to take the $10 and the $499 and deposit it. Desert Financial Credit, Credit Union. Union. Yep. You know, because Desert Financial Credit Union, you can do a checkings account, a savings account, get mortgages, loans, credit cards, investments, and more. And right now, of course, when you open a free checking account online, you get $200 in bonuses. Who wouldn't love an extra $200 right now? That's the pick-me-up I think we all need. Get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. And you want an extra $200? The other way to do it is hit the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Because the BetMGM Sportsbook app is the official sportsbook of PHNX. And I hope you did. I hope you heard today's bet show. Oh my gosh. I'm on fire with my hockey Leah bets. Leah <laughs> is on fire. And I hope you took Leah's advice. Because Leah... Damon did. Broke into the show and she said, what, Leah? I said, Austin Matthews, anytime. And it paid. It Austin paid. Matthews, anytime score. Sports are more fun. We have skin in the game. Just like I did. Because I followed Leah's advice. And I also got... Austin Matthews as an anytime score. Unfortunately, Kerfoot didn't. So as they say, you can't win them all. It's all good. Get ready for the NHL playoff push. Get your Stanley Cup picks in now. Go go to the MGM Sportsbook app and get all of your playoff futures for the NHL playoffs. Sign up for the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Use bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application. For at least $5, you will receive $150 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for details. And now, listen to Damon talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. 78 Hope and Y. Or text Hope and Y 467-369-NEW-YORK-1-800-327-5050-MASSACHUSETTS-21-PLUS-TO-WAGER-PLEASE-GAMBLE-RESPONSIBLY-CALL 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA-1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA-1-800-270-7117-FOR-CONFIDENTIAL-HELP-MICHIGAN-1-900-91-0023-PORTO-RICO-IN PARTNERSHIP-WITH-KANSAS-CROSSING-CASINO-AND-HOTEL-VISIT-BETAMGM.COM-FOR-TERMS-IT's-PROMOTIONAL-OFFER-IS-NOT-AVAILABLE-IN
we didn't wait very long and there were just a couple players in there and they were all moving out quickly. We talked to Baron Hayden. That was about it. What are you going to say? What are you going to ask at this point? It's the same questions Barrett Hayden talked about. Their starts. Their starts. And, and, and Andre said that we didn't even have that bad a start, but he did say you, you got to get a save. And we all know which save he's talking about because yeah. that Austin Matthew goal was just god-awful on Corova Belka, and it changes the complexion of the game. But then the penalties. Again, penalties. Again, and not, not good penalties, not necessary penalties, just stupid penalties. It's just undisciplined hockey and – they're in one again. They battle back in the second, but you're you're chasing the game. It's just the same. If this is Groundhog Day. Enough. Enough. Figure it out. Figure out the starts so that you're not taking the dumb penalties. You're not giving up bad goals. You're not getting goals scored on you in the first 10 minutes of games. Stop. Put a stop to it. Somebody put a stop to it because it's, it's hard to watch night after night after night. Yeah, and I think what happens too on the bench is when you see those things, Craig, when you see you're behind 2 nothing five minutes in and you take those penalties, I, it's very difficult on a bench to, to stay up. And you see the shoulders drop. And you know what it, I liken it to is that first year that we started the show, the PHNX Coyote Show started a couple years ago, and it was in that first 10, 15-game stretch where they just struggled. They lost 11 straight then too. And you could just see that on the bench. Like you just see guys, like it's over. Like the game was over 10 minutes in. They didn't battle back two years ago. This, at least this year, you see a little fight here and there. You, You saw them strike back in the second period again today. But it's just that same dejected feeling and it's the same mistakes that are occurring over and over again. It's getting really frustrating. Yeah. No argument. Well, and something that Alex Kerfoot said this morning at the morning skate was when you're losing like this sometimes you're almost just like waiting for something to go wrong like waiting for something bad to happen and it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy at that point and they had it within their sights they pulled within one like two different times they could have done it and i i said it earlier like the leafs they they don't win against the coyotes generally this one i felt like was almost even more of the coyotes lost the game than toronto won it like, yeah, and you have the, the the big break that they get that, you know, just as the power play expires, the, the puck squirts out of the zone and Willie Nylander's on a breakaway. And just it's just the way things go during these streaks, right? You just you just don't get any breaks and they're certainly not getting any breaks, but they're not helping themselves either. Craig, I think the big question we all have and sorry, Veggie, but when is Ingie back? Like please, please, Ingram, please. I saw him sitting on the devil deck tonight. I was like, please come back. Yeah, Bill Armstrong told me he's going to be on this trip, so they'll they'll have both their goalies back, which means Matt Velasco will go back to Tucson. So they'll have their complement of goaltenders. I I don't know that Connor Regan's going to play on Sunday in Winnipeg. That's probably still Karel Vimelka's. He's had some success against Winnipeg, yeah. as we know, in the past too. So that, that's probably his game, and then Connor Regan can work his way back in. But like. When we look down the the road, guys, I mean, there are some games that are winnable on the on this road trip. Um, and and before, like before this streak started, we would have we, we would have looked at a lot of them. But now, like you wonder at the the confidence level of this team. I I don't see it getting any better in Winnipeg. They don't match up well against that team. So we're we're probably talking about a twelve game streak heading into Montreal. And you know, I asked I asked Andre about this after the game tonight, and he he just kind of you know kind of brushed it off a little bit like understanding yeah it's all coming but we gotta we gotta focus on the task at hand and somehow block out all the noise that's going to be coming their way when they hit the major canadian markets of montreal and toronto it's not just going to be about this losing streak 
it's going to be questions about the arena. And of course, the trade deadline is just around the corner too. So they've got this just, just perfect storm, this trio of major distractions that could potentially derail the team on the, on this road trip as well. Yeah. I, I, you know, Winnipeg has been a, one of those buildings. that's just been a difficult place for the Coyotes team to play. I t- less that, that unbelievable 50 save shutout by Vamelka, you know, in his first shutout of his career where he was the yeah. difference in the game, but, but that's a tough building. And I just don't see it the way the Winnipeg jets are playing right now and the confidence they have in their own building. I just don't see it ending there. So I'm very concerned. And to Craig's point, once this team has clearly shown that they haven't been able to get over those emotional hurdles. And it started with the, the letter from the Ryan Smith group out of Salt Lake city. And they haven't won a game since then. Well, add on top of that. Now they're going to start talking about which players are going to leave the locker room and they're going to hear it. When they get to Toronto, they're going to hear, well, this guy or that guy, or this guy might be a fit in Toronto, or Matt Dumbo would really be looking on our, on our back end, or or what about Jason Jerky? You know, Nick Smoltz might be able to help our secondary scoring. It's all coming. And and then this, they've already shown they can't get through those little mental hurdles, and now you're going to pile that on, and you're going to pile the Canadian media on it. Man, I, I don't know if this bodes well. Can they get a win on this trip? Yeah, of course they can. I mean, it's Montreal and Ottawa are on this. I, I know, and they're not powerhouses like like Winnipeg and Toronto are. Um, the Washington Capitals, hey, they've had decent luck in Washington too. So there are winnable games, and I hope that they end the streak before they get home. But the dark clouds are going to follow this team for a little bit. Yeah, no question about it, Petey. Hey, by the way, sorry uh, about this light shining on the side of my face. I think the sun is rising because this this show is so late. Oh, it's truly it's approaching truly midnight. It's truly almost midnight. Like Craig said, it was almost midnight. It was eight. Approaching midnight needs to be the name of the brunch band's oh, first album. Oh, is that album. a good band? I like that approaching band. Approaching midnight. Approaching midnight. I love it. Starring I, Craig Morgan on vocals. Approaching right. midnight. I like it. Craig, I, I, I'm going to take us on a different rant. I know we're going to talk about the, the Arizona-born player who's done really good, but Shelby had a comment earlier about um, the ownership here. And there's been a little, you can't, I don't know if you've seen the chat, but there's been some of the chat going back and it? forth uh, about, they said, stop with the, the Alex Morello hate. After what Ken Kendrick said, I'm very grateful we have an owner who is at least trying. So my question to you is, <laughs> is Alex Morello trying? That's, that's, a, that's a funny take. And I was just talking about this with someone else because there was, there, you'll notice there was some defense of Ken Kendrick in local media. Um, Ken Kendrick said what he said. He was very intentional about it. When when the owner of a franchise threatens relocation, yes, it is a threat. Whether the, it has any teeth behind it or not, it's still a threat. At least the Borellos know. They have the sense to say we're committed to Arizona now. Maybe some of their actions haven't exactly backed that lately, at least the execution of those actions. But, yeah, they've, they've said all along that they're committed to this market and uh, – I, you know, guys, I, I know we've been talking about the arena a lot, and I don't don't want to dwell on this, but my sense right now with the way things are with the league, and, and of course things can change because it's the Coyotes. God knows it could change tomorrow. Um, but my sense right now is I think the league's going to let them get to this, this auction process. I think they're going to wait to see that it's on the agenda, first of all, on March 14th. I think they're going to let them get to this this auction and see what happens from there. So I, I guess for the Morello group, that's that's a positive step if it actually plays out that way again. I want to attach all the potential qualifiers I can because this story is so fluid. But that is my sense right now. I think they're going to have a chance to at least complete this. 
So if it gets on the agenda and if the auction comes to pass in June 19th or June, the middle of June, I didn't mean June 19th, the middle of June. If it gets in the middle of June, then, then am I correct in saying, and this, I'm going to put it right on him right now. Then it's up to Alex Morello to bring his checkbook to the auction and just, it's, it's the, the, the the ball is in your court as it were. The auction is here. Yeah. Let's just state it plainly. Yeah, let's just say it plainly. If if you get to the auction and you don't win it, that's on you. And at that point, all bets are off. I think the league's well within its rights. I think everybody would say it's reasonable at that point and say, enough. We're done. We're done with you. You've had yes. your chances. And you didn't execute. You need to win that auction. That's how it should go. And and it should be stated in no uncertain terms. Win the auction, Alex, or stop talking about being committed to Arizona or anything else. Win the damn auction. Yep. There you have it. Um, well, while we're on the subject of hockey in Arizona, let's talk about Austin Matthews, the prodigal son of, uh, of mm. Arizona hockey returns. And of course, as it was written, scores not only his 50th goal of the season, but his 51st becoming the fastest U.S. born player to reach 50 goals in a season. He's 26 years old, by the way. Yeah. Um, and he is, I know he wasn't born here. People who want to argue that with me, but he grew up here. Yep. Yeah. I mean, he moved when he was a baby from San Ramon, California. So yes, he's, he's basically an Arizona native, although you can't say it specifically. I am blown away by this kid, just blown away. He is, you know, Alex Ovechkin is obviously on his way out. We still kind of, still kind of hope that he gets the Gretzky record. Um, but Austin Matthews is pretty clearly becoming the greatest goal scorer of this era. He's on pace. I don't know what his pace is now. I think it's 77 now that he's on pace for. I think he has nine goals in his last four games. Only eight players. It's happened on more occasions. To Like Gretzky's done it a few times. Only eight players in the history of the NHL have scored 70 goals, and that's what he's on pace for. And who wants to bet against him with what he's doing right now? Yeah, an Arizona product could be the ninth player in NHL history to score 70 goals and join the likes of Mario Lemieux and Wayne Gretzky and Yari, Yari Curry and just absurd names on that list. It's it, so it, good. It's so impressive to see what he is doing. And, and someone in the chat also said, should add a Hattie. Oh, Philip said it should have been a Hattie. He had that backhand swat out of the air. Would have been his seventh. Would have been a Hattie. You look at the, and you said is on pace right now for 77. There are three players that have 80. Three. Three players in the history of the game. Wayne Gretzky did it three times. So that's one. Brett Hall and Tamo Solani. Um, And you could say American Arizona raised Austin Matthews to put in that same breath. He's the fastest American of 50 goals in the history of the game. So he's going to be one of the greatest American goal scorers of all time from where? Born in California, but raised in the streets of Arizona, became a hockey player because of the Arizona Coyotes, wore a Kachina jersey when he was a little kid. If not for the Arizona Coyotes being here in the desert, Austin Matthews is not playing hockey. End. Yep. End of story. So I've said this before. I don't understand why the Canadian fans hate Arizona so much when they, a prodigal son to Toronto, the guy that is leading the the charge to potentially get them their first cup. Well, they're not going to win the cup, but I'll talk about that later. But (laughs) but they think they have a chance of winning the cup. He's an Arizona kid. They should be thanking us. And by the way, while I'm saying that, did you see the number of blue jerseys in the stands? There were a lot. 
there were not a lot. Yeah. There were a lot, right? Probably a, lot. a little bit more than 50%. A lot. Do you think they're flying? Do you think they're flying? To, they're going to Hamilton or they're going to Quebec City and, hey, let's all go have a bachelor party in Quebec City. Hell no. They're going to Arizona where it's 80 degrees and sunny. They're going golfing. They're putting their b- b- blue jersey on and they're spending less on a ticket here which is, by the way, moderately expensive, but cheaper here than it is in Toronto. And they're 13 rows from the best players in the world. And they're mad about that? Like, I don't, what, what are you mad about? Like, you should be thrilled. Like, do you want to yeah. go to Salt Lake City in the middle of February? But you don't. Because guess what? It, it ain't 80. So why? So stop hating it. Like, because you yeah. want to have your vacations here. You want to go to the games. You want to put on your blue jersey and see your team here in Arizona. Because half the team, well, at least two thirds of the top line is from here. Yeah, Matty Nyes, and then oh, and oh, by the way, uh, Brad Trilliving was the assistant GM here, and Shane Doan, of course, is a Coyote by blood at yes. this point. So, so yeah, thank you welcome. for the rant. You're welcome, I apologize. Toronto. Apologize. Yeah, you're welcome. Toronto is correct. <sighs> Um, yeah, Brett said Leafs ticks are like 300 minimum because even tonight, like you can get in for under 200, but that's still. So pricey, but you, but the, there were uh, the atmosphere there was really cool. You know what it reminded me of for a moment there because with the let's go Leafs and then it was let's go Coyotes. It was it was almost like a college game where the the, the the combative crowds were yelling back and forth amongst each other. It was really kind of kind of cool. I didn't actually hate it. It was kind of fun. It's an exciting building to watch a game, and I know Maddie Nyes may not agree, but I think it's kind of cool. Oops. Oops. Ay ay ay. Um. All right. Craig, anything else before we let you go? Nope. Looking forward to Friday's show, guys. We have no idea what we're talking about. But we're just going to have fun. I do know that I'm going to be wearing my ketchup socks tomorrow on the air, so you can look forward Not to tomorrow, that. Not tomorrow, Craig. Friday. Oh, Friday. Friday. Gosh, yes, Friday. Sorry. I know you tomorrow want on, more shows, but tomorrow, we're not having what, well, We can tell people who we're talking about it well, tomorrow. We're talking well, we tomorrow, think even so. Though we, have, we have no idea when the show's running because, well, because Leah Merrill decides all this and we just do whatever but she tells it's us. It's going to be a great do, show. So, so tune in sometime. So our audio only episode this week. <laughs> Let's just say yes. that. Yeah, we'll say be that. A conversation with Josh Doan, who was at the game tonight. By the way, he was very popular on the concourse, of course. Um, great to see him tonight. We're going to catch up with him on an audio only episode of the show. So be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss that. But so, you know, with everything going on with the Coyotes right now, you want to look at some winning ways you can look to tucson and we're gonna <laughs> chat yeah. with josh so looking forward to that yeah i also have a story on steve Poffen running on friday let me say that friday which is not tomorrow so but <laughs> Craig's, it's, Craig's but figure it out is almost day midnight it is yeah it is almost, it's approaching Literally. midnight i might sleep here today. Oh, we don't have a show till friday no i'm not <laughs> sleeping here <laughs> you guys. all right craig tomorrow's friday bye almost. 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 Have a good one, Craig. Drive safe. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to need some OGs to get to bed we tonight. We are. Need I need some, some OGs. OGs. Sleep edition. I need some OGs after today, which I'll get to in just a minute. But OGs, gummies, happy balance, indica, sativa, sleep edition. microdose, sleep edition. We don't need the sleep edition. Today. What, the, the big OGs, the vegan gummies, whatever you... Your need is from a gummy. OG's has it, and they have it in a delicious package. So check out OG's. They're locally made here in Arizona. To learn more about OG's gummies and where you can find them, <laughs> head on over to OG'sBrands.com. 
And now Danielle's been busy. This but, this rant is this brought rant to you is brought by, to you by <laughs> Oh geez. No and, and your K. friends at Circle K. The following rant is brought to you by our friends at Circle K, Leah. <clears throat> All right, I'm going on a rant here because I have beef with the PHNX staff. And she's not wrong. And Petey, there not is wrong. an imposter among us here at the PHNX studios. We have a thief. There's an imposter <laughs> among us. Who can it be? Who is the imposter? Who is the imposter? I, Here's I, the story. See, you you got you to set it up. And, and thank you to our diehards, CWP and Chris. Thank you. So CWP and Chris were so generous. Delivered, delivered a Valentine's Day basket to personalized. this office. Personalized show by show. They th were so thoughtful in thoughtful. picking out the snacks, okay? Yes. And we addressed this on yesterday's show. We gave them credit. The, the basket was on our set the entire Amazing. show. In the Coyotes basket. Wonderful. We had three sleeves of donuts, a giant bag of kettle cooked of chips. Of course. Petey's favorite. Yes. Two bags of movie theater popcorn and M&M's for me. Leah's favorite. And then fun dip for Danielle and the rest of us. Okay? That was our basket. Everybody's happy. Everybody got their favorites. I thought that is so thoughtful. thoughtful. Thanks, CWP They really Chris. thought about the snacks, okay? So that was yesterday. Do they know what happened yet? No. Oh, okay. Craig takes home his three sleeves of donuts. Brilliant. Brilliant Craig. move. I was not here because I, I was not so on the show. So Craig leaves. Late. Petey hasn't been here since last week. Not here. I get to the office late this afternoon. Yes. How were those M&Ms? There's our basket. There's our basket. You know what's in there? A half-eaten bag of kettle cooked classic half chips open. from Circle K. Open. Open and half-eaten. You know what else was in there? An open half-eaten bag of popcorn. You know what wasn't in there? M&Ms. Where'd they go? So I call everybody out on Slack. Yeah. Who took it? No one. Has no one. Fessed up, and I know it's someone here. So PHNX employees, come forward. And yeah. Dbax is also claiming that someone ate their salted caramel chocolate bar. See, I'm wondering though, because Derek said stuff was stolen from his basket. I'm wondering if maybe Derek did this and he stole stuff from his own basket <laughs> to set it up so it's not him looking like the guilty party. I will say this. CWP and Chris, everybody knows how much I like my Circle K. Kettle Cook My plain Kettle Cook Love them. Have them every second period. And <laughs> you know what? I haven't done it since they've been winning. And they're half-eaten, bag open. Now, and now here, I'm sorry to Circle K. I'm not going to eat a half-open bag of chips, chips that are open because I'm... I'm not quite sure whose hands were digging in there. Because nobody will fess up. Exactly. So I'm not sure whose hands were in that. So they're going to remain half empty. Chris, sorry. It's going to be a half open bag of chips because they didn't. But at Circle K, it's not just a thirst stop or a gas stop. It is also a snack stop and stop eating our snacks. The fact that we're so fired up about it. just shows, But it shows how much we love Circle love K those snacks. Circle K snacks. Like, that is really the bottom line. Yeah, so after this, I have to go to the gas station and hit the gas stop because I am just hit a quarter tank. So <laughs> yeah, we all know true. that's. Too, I am going to do that. So I, I. So what you got to do is you got to join the new free membership program, the Inner Circle. So you save twenty five cents per gallon on your first five fill up. Saves three cents per gallon on every fill up after that. Get every sixth item free of a selection of Circle K products from the pizza to the coffee to the ice cold fountain drinks. So join the inner circle by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com.com, not Tom, com <laughs> for details. And please just fess up because I might have emptied out the son's basket today. 
just for fun <laughs> just just to try and stir things up you know who you are all right <sighs> okay moving see that i was more fired up for that conversation than anything about yeah, this the leaves I mean, how are you fired up about the leaves they uh, we already talked about their payrolls it's double. time for a pd rant here okay. we go okay here's the deal with the leaves <laughs> and, and, and i'm gonna say it like it is the Toronto Maple Leafs. First of all, are they going to win the Stanley Cup in 2024? Everybody can take a deep sigh and a deep breath because the answer is... No. No. Even though yesterday like, Craig no. and I said it would be great if they did. No. <laughs> I, I So, and I know they, they love their, their team in Toronto, but here's the, here's the problem with Toronto Maple Leafs, and you can see it again with their goal attending again tonight where you gave up a three-goal lead against a very average offensive team in the Arizona Coyotes, and you gave up that league and lead, and you don't have a goaltender. Samsonov's not going to take you there, and, and I'm sorry you had all summer to get a goalie, and you still don't have that goalie. You also know what you don't have? Defending. You can't defend. You cannot win a Stanley Cup unless you can defend and Toronto doesn't have a good enough six defenseman on this team. They don't. Morgan Riley's out with a suspension. I get it. He'll be back. But it's not enough. They don't have that bottom six guy that's going to be the gritty guy that can kill penalties, win face-offs, block shots. They think it's Max Domi. I love Max Domi. It's not Max Domi. Max Domi in those key games last year against Dallas and Vegas, Max Domi was the guy that was in the penalty box. Toronto Maple Leafs are not going to win the Stanley Cup. And you know the biggest reason they're not going to win the Stanley Cup? Do you know the path they have to go to to get to the Stanley Cup? Right now, if the playoffs started today, they play the Boston Bruins in the opening round. In two weeks from now, after Boston jumps back over Florida, you know, if they play in the first round, they'd have to play Florida. Oh, and if Tampa goes on a little bit of winning streak, you know, they, they have to play Tampa. So you're going to have to play Boston, Tampa, or Florida in the first round. Toronto doesn't make it out of the first round. Ooh. Calling it here today. Toronto first round right exit. The time. First round exit again. Toronto Maple Leafs 2024. It's over. Winnipeg Jets make it farther than the Toronto Maple Leafs in 2024. Wow, you heard it here first. Receipts. There you go. You stood by that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Sorry, Brad, for living in and. and um, I know Brett wants Boston, but don't want Boston, buddy. They defend extremely well, and their goaltending tandem is the best tandem in the NHL. You don't want Boston in the first round. They can't beat Boston in a seven-game series. Honestly, if I'm Toronto, I want Tampa. I think you have the best chance against Tampa. Florida's going to roll them. Florida, Florida might sweep them. Florida is unreal. They're a wagon right now, and you don't want Boston. Boston's got a grudge from last Brett, year. Were you the dislike just now? Yeah, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I, that's fair. He can, he can dislike it because they're not going a step. By the way, there's so many people watching and not enough likes. So please hit the like button. And there was a great theory. Um, I think it was Paul who said perhaps it was the magician <sighs> eating the snacks. And that's a good point because he is probably unemployed. He's, he can't afford groceries. They might not be wrong. He might be sneaking into the office and they eating the snacks. They might not be wrong. We 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 trust me. During this road trip, this we is are the going most to, we've seen of him in weeks. We are going to do a wellness check on the magician during this road yeah. trip. So just stay tuned to the PHNX YouTube channel because we're going to do a wellness check. Yep, we absolutely are. Um, we do have one other super chat. I just we want do? to make sure, yeah, that I didn't miss it. Um, and I think this is the one that started the conversation about leaving Alex Morello alone. Um, but blatantly last night said the problem with this team rhymes <laughs> with Carmelo. <laughs> so there you go. That's what started that conversation. Um, gotcha. All right, let's decide where. We're not teasing it, Brett. I, we we no, love Brett, Toronto. We, are, we really appreciate you Leah's being here. Leah's from Toronto. I'm from Toronto. I yeah. really appreciate you being here. Yes. Um, they play again next week, so I hope. And, you're and maybe back. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I just look at it at the hockey side. They, they the way they're going to win is they're going to have to outscore teams 7-5. They have the offense to do that. Nylander can score at will. 
Austin Matthews, we've seen, can do it. I think Matty Nice is going to be a big playoff player because he's a big body that can get to the net. So they have some pieces. I'm just saying to win a Stanley Cup, so many things have to fall right, and you need to have that perfect mix. And one of the big things you need is defending. I don't think Toronto has it. So, Brett, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> okay, let's take a look at the upcoming schedule and decide when we think the Coyotes are going to end this drought couple days off here from games and someone in discord earlier said the next the good news about the next three days is the coyotes can't lose um yeah tough but true winnipeg this sunday we'll of course be watching that one at four peaks so please join us pd's bringing the whiteboard we're gonna eat we're gonna drink we're gonna talk hockey and watch that one all together then it's on to montreal which i think we can probably circle as one of the winnable games thursday it's back to toronto can toronto win two against this team i don't know because the Coyotes haven't lost in regulation in Toronto since the year Maddie Nyes was born. That's true. And then Friday against the Senators. Um, and depending on if you're looking for a win or a loss in that one, depending on how the upside down standings are going, uh, that'll be an interesting one. Yeah, and I think when you look, start looking at draft picks and the possibility for the draft and, and, and the Coyotes wanting to clearly at this point get the best draft pick they possibly can, you're looking at right now they're, they're sixth. And they're in, in 27th, but they're only one point ahead of the Ottawa Senators. The Ottawa Senators have three games in hand and they play head to head. And Columbus won tonight and they're only four Just, points away from Columbus. Uh, if they won tonight, then it's two or is that updated? It's updated. Okay, so that's four points. It's it's doable. Columbus has a game in hand. This team could finish fourth to last. I don't think I, I just don't gonna, think Anaheim. This is what's going to happen. Yes, because this is the Coyotes way. They're going to trade a bunch of guys at the deadline, yes. and we're going to look at the roster and say, no oh, my God, they're never going to win again. Win. And then they're going to win like six in a row yep. and ruin yep. their chance at picking in the top ten yep. because that's what the team did That's the Coyote last way. year. That is the Coyote way. It's yeah. funny, though, that, that a year ago we said, oh, my gosh, Bedard, 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 and then they get sixth. And this year we're like playoffs, 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 <laughs> and they could get fourth. Maybe that's the mentality that we need to have. Isn't that insane? They had all that joy and fun in the first year or the first calendar year at the end of the calendar with their playoff spot, January. And they could get fourth to last and pick fourth and have a better opportunity to pick first. Like Macklin Celebrini could realistically be an Arizona Coyote after this season. I'm going to do a time. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. Okay. Um, sorry. Okay. I just ran a simulator. The Coyotes dropped two, but they dropped to seventh. Yeah. Which is still, which what? If you remember, they were like sticking at seventh. Now they're fifth. Yep. I'm telling you. There you go. Um, oh, and the charity event is tomorrow. Oh, yeah. The waiters. Yes. Somebody go there and give us an update We because we just can't. It's at Gila River Resorts and Casinos at Wild Horse Pass. You do you. Yeah. Yeah, but we can't go. <laughs> it's, it's all we good. Can't. We can't. I know. I know. We have things. All right. Let's take a look at the punch card. I'm scared. I'm very scared. Oh, my God. It's getting wow. so bad. It's so can red. Two, can they go two complete rows? Can they? Yeah. I mean, that would I mean, be yeah. 18 straight losses. <sighs> What's, What's the record? Craig had it for us, too. We forgot to ask. It, well, it, Winnipeg Judd said 30 in like the Yeah, well, that doesn't count. Yeah, I know. I wonder like in the cap era what it is. If someone wants to look that up for us, it's yeah. 11.39 at night. So please forgive me for not knowing that. Off the yeah, we did know it earlier. We did know it earlier in the day. We did. Oh my gosh. Okay. What? James got first after running three. Shelby James. got first on the first try. Wait Charles got second. So there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance. And yes, Christopher, we are planning the Vegas draft 
diehard trip and actually bill asked me today shout out bill if you're watching we are meeting about it this week so hopefully more yes. information to come on june the 28th vegas 29th in draft. vegas at the sphere it's happening we're probably so. gonna stay at my sister's house not the diehards but me the diehards can't stay there. i guess they could they could but, but probably that i don't think my sister would like that um charles said 15 is the arizona record in 0304 Okay. So, thank you, Charles. I appreciate that. Yeah, that 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 is definitely in danger. By the way, it's one thirty nine a.m. on Brad, the East I don't Coast. stay up till one thirty nine. So thank ever. you, everyone on the East Coast. Or, I will not stay up. Thank you, thank you for staying up. And if you're listening the next day because you don't want to, are we up, giving anybody flowers? We appreciate it. Is who who deserves? I don't know. Flowers? We forget any flowers. Barry Hayden is two hundredth career game. Congratulations. Yeah, that's flowers. Anybody else get flowers today? Austin Matthews gets flowers. He does get flowers. <laughs> I'm Arizona native. Anybody else? Um, Matias Michel, we gave him Mary, to him already. Uh, Jersey was did. got in that little battle. That was fun watching him fire with a little little bit of heat and a little spice, as my friend Leah called it. A little spice. A little spicy. William Nylander. Wait, is, is that it? That's all I got. That's all I got. It's really late. It's really late. Let's okay. let's wrap up. We do have one piece of good news, though. If you've been oh. here since the first day of this, you know that we've had a lot of producers on this show. Yeah, I forgot about this. It started with Shane. I know he's here. The defense locks then here. Then it was Aaron. Then it was Sean. Now it's Danielle. But we have exciting news about Aaron Slindy. Slinderella. 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 If you will. And she is the voice of Rebuild Reminder. And, and a lot of people don't, don't remember the Rebuild And reminder. you know what? Maybe today is a perfect time for a Rebuild Reminder. It probably is. Aaron Slindy's engaged, so we wanted to say congratulations to Aaron and her fiance on their engagement. Um, saw that on social media. Very happy for her. She's absolutely thriving in Oregon. Um, and we you congratulations know, we, to Slinderella. Yeah, we want to. Yeah, give she her was a great. She was. A, she, she was. I, I almost said a great producer, but that would have been lying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Slindy. <laughs> I mean, she wasn't. She, she didn't want to be a producer. She wanted to be on air, and so she now and she's, she's crushed on it. air. And look what happened. She's, she's on air. She's she moved to Oregon. It. She followed her dream. She met her dream guy, and now they're engaged. And she's crushing and it. And she on air. will always be the one to give us a re rebuild, rebuild reminder. reminder. We so have it somewhere. Go. We'll we'll pull it out. Let's pull it out on Friday, just for fun. Yes. We so congratulations should. to Slenderella. Yes. She's fantastic. Uh, and she was there in the growing pains of yeah, connects. like the very beginning, like when we first got started. The so congratulations, very... to her. Aaron Slindy produced the first ever post game show. Is that true of PHNX Coyotes? Wow. Yep. Well, see, there you go. Um, so anyway, congratulations. Some people were saying in the chat that they've been here since I was beer. Wow. I will be beer on Sunday at four peaks. Yes. Beer. Can't wait. So once again, please join us this Sunday, 4 p.m. at Four Peaks for a watch party. We're going to watch the Coyotes. 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Four, four Peaks. Goes 4 together. p.m. at Four Peaks. At join us. Street, Ooh, which is go. four plus four. I'm going to I think I'm leaning peach right now. No, um, kill. I'm okay. kill after I mean, all there's day. something for everyone. That's do the best have, part. About do they have four Uber? Peaks. I'm, I'm kilt lifter if it's Uber. <laughs> Four Peaks, 
Swing by. It's going to be a blast. Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite beers and events. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. And speaking of home, is your... And please enjoy responsibly. Is your home... Is your, see, that's they, they rolled over. They, the ads rolled It's your home ready for an upgrade. <clears throat> Have your kids and pets worn a track in your old outdated carpeting? Well, then it's time for Empire Today. With Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation. Working with Empire Today is easy, quick, and convenient. Speed and service that you won't get at a big box store. Empire Today's virtual floor designer is a great way to see how new floors will look in any space. It's easy. Just snap a picture and see how the new floors will look in your room. Check it out at empiretoday.com slash phnx. Schedule a free at-home estimate Today, all listeners can receive a three receive three hundred and fifty dollar off discount when they use the promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com slash PHNX for details. And it is almost midnight. So that's it's really hard for me it's to approaching get midnight. That. It's approaching midnight. I'm not up at midnight, like ever. Yeah, well, I you know, I liked the two PM game on Monday. I did too. <laughs> That was fun. <sighs> hey, at least they're heading to Canada. They're going to be on the East. It's a lot of early starts. So yeah, this was point. the last eight o'clock start of the season. Yes. We made it, everyone. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? You know what? I, I, a couple things from this one, and I'll make it really quick. This is Toronto Maple Leafs. They're a really good hockey team. And you knew with Austin Matthews coming into this game with 49 goals in his home state of Arizona, you knew he was going to get 50, and everybody is going to feed him to get that 50th goal. You had to think it was going to happen today. That team played very hard for one of their leaders, and I, I think that that showed today. Um, that's a good good team, and, and I think the Coyotes showed glimpses again of what they're capable of doing. I think there were several moments in this game where they were the better team. Unfortunately, they just can't sustain it for 60 minutes right now, and, and I think that's the difference. I think there were a lot of positives, again, to take away from this. I think their ability to, to, to come back after being down 3 nothing to an, a very, very good team, I think that's a good positive to take away from today. It's just got to got to continue to work on those things we talked about before. We got to talk about the penalties and the bad starts. So it'll start again when this team plays the Winnipeg Jets on Sunday when we're all sitting at Four Peaks talking about it. Can't wait. Can't wait. That. Absolutely can't wait. And join us at 2 p.m. for our walking and talking at Hole in the Rock at Papago Park. That's 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Come and enjoy. Come to one. Come to both. Come to both. They're free. Walk. It's a free to RSC. We're going to walk and talk. So with that, I think I'm bringing the microphone and I think I'm literally walking and talking. I think so. Okay. There I you think, go. by the way, there might be a walk in and talking tomorrow. There might oh. be. Stick oh, around. Oh, stick around. That. And Brett might be interested because it might be an old Toronto Maple Leaf that we're walking and talking with. We'll see. So make sure you subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel because it's not just our live shows on there. We have all the extra content as well, like walking and talking, for example. Yep. And be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss our conversation with Josh Stone this week. We have weekly audio only episodes, so you must subscribe to the podcast to get those. Listen, this wasn't the most fun we've had on a Toronto Maple Leafs post game show. It Historically, these have been some of the most yes. fun post game shows Thank we've you done. Leafs. You know, you can't sustain success forever. We can try again next week and we'll see how it goes. Um, but everybody, thanks so much for being here as it is approaching midnight. Hit the thumbs up button on this video before you head oh, out, late. whether you're live or you're watching later. We sincerely appreciate it. And you can follow us on Twitter at S. Peters Hockey, at Craig S. Morgan, at Leah Merrill, at Abraka Danielle. You can follow the show on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Off tomorrow, we'll be live Friday at 2 p.m. 
Have a great rest of your night, everyone, and we'll see you then.